listening to Radio Owl's Nest. The songs of Martin Page, all day, all night, forever. So grab a cup of tea, settle down with us in the Owl's Nest. A staff position. Do you capture something? The cat. Perhaps because you yourself are an outcast. I think you're the first person to see that cats are ridiculous. <laughs> Frightened. And brave. Like us. Ah, cats. Yes, cats. They mean a lot to me. I've had a lot of cats in my life, and somehow I think I was a cat in a previous life. I just watched a brilliant film about Lewis Wayne. Now, Lewis Wayne was a brilliant artist, a brilliant illustrator of cats in the 19th century. And a lot of the pictures that you probably uh, see are drawn by him of cats. Now, yes, I'm a cat man, and so was Lewis Wayne, so I respect him with a great deal of love. And it made me want to play a song of mine called Our Time Has Come, Cats Don't Dance, and it was for the movie in 1997. I think we should start the show off uh, respecting Lewis Wayne, giving our reverence to that brilliant artist, and playing this tune. Here we go. Our time has come to go. I walk in the sun. I pack my hopes ready to roll. We're on our way. Oh, the little fat we can slip from the shadows and tell everyone turn the spotlight on. Now our time has come. Our time has come ahead. Sweet by the sun. So, but we'll just go 
My Love of Cats. That's a demo I did uh, for a movie in 1997, a movie called Cats Don't Dance. That is the demo, the original demo, a track called Our Time Has Come, Cats Don't Dance. And uh, I released it on an album called Poetry of Collisions, Volume 1. All my demos, all my demos. And uh, on streaming, it's doing ridiculously good. It's uh, probably the biggest song. (laughs) I've ever had in the last uh, year or so. Um, People must love cats. Now, and I must tell you about Lewis Wayne, the fantastic illustrator of cats. He caught the emotion, he caught the soul, he caught the spirit of uh, that wonderful creature. And um, in that period, cats were thought as just as vermin. And uh, he brought domesticating the cat really into uh, the world in the sense that uh, people looked at cats not just for mousing and uh, catching rats. They looked at them as lovable creatures you could bring into your home as pets. So I think Lewis Wayne, yes, I think Lewis Wayne, and I'm telling you now, go and check out the artwork, the artwork of Lewis Wayne from the 19th century. Um, I think it will touch you. I think Lewis Wayne deserves, yes, an applause. Bloody well right. Long overdue. <laughs> yes, I'd die for cats, wouldn't I? Uh, but uh, the, the movie I saw, uh, I've, it's been out for a very bloody long time, but I didn't see it till recently, and it really moved me. I must admit, I was a, ma- a grown man brought to tears. Um, doesn't take much to make me cry. The movie is called The Electrical Life of Lewis Wayne, and it stars Benedict Cumberbatch. I hope I'm saying that right, because, I mean, bloody hell, what a long name for a superstar of an actor. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. I'm sure a lot of you out there have gone, Benedict Cumberbatch. Yes, anyway, moving on. This is Radio Owl's Nest, a podcast for songwriters. I play all my demos, all my uh, odds and sods from the past, and uh, you either like them or you don't, but I keep playing them regardless. And my fancy takes me. <laughs> Where's the echo coming from? Where is? Where the fuck did? Where did? Where did that echo come from? It must be the board is set up wrong. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. Moving on. I want to play you a track called "My Mistress Is Warm to My Touch." Very, very Shakespearean from my uh, album "Hotel of the Two Worlds." The last track. This is a new version. I got Trevor Thornton, the great uh, percussionist and drummer, to add some new elements to the track. So here it is. My mistress is warm to my touch. The roar of the wind, the cradle of Q. The ghost of my The willow wreath Ah, it's wrapped around your shoulders The scent of your hair She's here again My mistress is warm to my touch Crushed pearl under candlelight Her peerless eyes in the cold half light My mistress is warm to my touch 
just tear the century of lies in the ocean across to meet you here. The stained glass red shades in my face, and the velvet of your cloak brushes by. My mistress is walking to mountain tonight Crushed burn under candlelight Her peerless eyes in the gray half-light My mistress is walking to my turn I remember writing that late at night when I thought I'd finished the album uh, uh, The Hotel of the Two Worlds I remember just uh, playing some chords on the keyboard and thought I'm off and I'm going to have to write a song and I wanted to go to bed but (laughs) no this song brought me back and uh, I'm very grateful that uh, Trevor Thornton the great drummer added some percussion that's the first time I've played that track with some new elements involved I feel that's one of my um, strongest emotional pieces and it was nice to hear it again yeah 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 the 80s yeah the 80s yeah yeah okay okay Miami Vice okay Phil Collins in the air tonight yes the 80s calm down calm down it must be love That sounds like the 80s. (laughs) The original demo of a song called Invisible Hands by me and Brian Fairweather. Recorded by Kim Carnes in the 80s.
That does reek of the 80s. I remember uh, going into EMI Records on Sunset Boulevard in Los Angeles and playing this demo, this four-track demo from a flat in Ockenden Road in Islington, London, um, to Gary Gersh. He was the A&R man for Kim Carnes. And because it was the 80s, he just got her on the phone and she listened to it and she said, I like that and I'm going to record it. I mean, that is the 80s, isn't it? It's Technicolor. The 80s is Technicolor. The universe is a very strange place, full of mysteries and odd possibilities that, while scientists ceaselessly try to figure them out, may remain complete unknowns forever. As you know, my friends, now and then, I release uh, one or two (laughs) ambient instrumental records. I find fascinating the bands that uh, came out of Germany uh, that were doing ambient music in their 70s, etc. Cluster, Neue and uh, Faust. Here's a track called Specular, and where I go into that dimension where maybe I will never come back from again. Specular.
There's a new instrumental ambient experimental track I've been working on called Specular. In my art college days back in Southampton, I remember with my good uh, best friend, actually, Willie White, we used to just go up into the uh, relaxing room and uh, relax and play some of these brilliant, brilliant uh, records that were coming out on Virgin Records, etc., Tangerine Dream. And we had long hair and we used to go into the other dimension listening to it. And I was recently talking to Willie and he said he still loves his ambient music and I sent him some of my albums. Hi, this is Trevor Thornton here, the okay. unfortunate yeah. drummer behind q I didn't ask you to come in. That's right, I'm no. still recovering in the asylum we don't really care we'll get better thank you for your sympathy trevor trevor we played you earlier you playing on my mistress has worn to my touch you should be satisfied with that getting back to specular and ambient music um there's nothing like experimenting with old analog synthesizers maybe that's why i loved doctor who and the daleks on bbc one when i was a kid now I have something rather special for you. I have dug down extremely deep into the vault. And yes, <laughs> oh yes, we've uh, brought something up from the depths. A bit like uh, Doctor Who, the beast from below. <laughs> what could it be? Well, it's a demo. What else would it be? A demo though, a special demo that I absolutely, absolutely love. Uh, uh, okay, okay, we know the, yes. Thank you. <laughs> nice to sing in tune with uh, sirens that uh, herald something quite special, I think. This is a demo um, I've not played for eons. Uh, it's a song called Union Jack that I wrote with Bernie Taupin uh, around the era of just after these dreams in We Built This City. Just on a little late track Fostex in the same house, Crescent Heights, where I wrote We Built This City in These Dreams. I was doing these really sort of um, instant demos at that time with a Jupiter 8. And it's got that style. Um, again, we're coming out of the uh, late 70s into the 80s, so synthesizers were becoming quite important. But the lyric uh, Bernie sent me uh, via fax uh, was called Union Jack, and it had such an incredibly clever, clever, clever lyric. And I want to play it to you now because I just um, adore this demo. I've always wondered why somebody hasn't really sort of saw the uniqueness of it. Um... Here it comes. My God, there's the drums. I'll tell you a little bit more about it after the demo is played. But uh, I hope you enjoy this uh, treasure from the past. A song written with Bernie Taupin called Union Jack. If the shipyard closed, would you give me a no blue suit? When your bus in relief, do they shake your hand off the loop? the company name Well, the war you 
with Bernie Taupin, a song called Union Jack. Um, just done on a, an 8-track, a Fostex quarter-inch 8-track with a Jupiter 8 in a little house, an apartment I was renting in LA. I'd only just arrived. But, you know, every now and then on my iPod, my demos appear, and wh- whenever this comes on, I stop and go, I love that, I love that, I would have bought that, I might have bought that. It reminds me of Jethro Tull for some peculiar reason. I can hear Ian Anderson singing it because of the harmonies. There's a little folk thing there and the way I'm singing it. Um, I think it's a great, a great lyric that uh, really represents industrial England uh, and the working man. I think Bernie really knocked it out of the park. Of course, when I was writing it, I wasn't really, really sure what I was writing, but I had a sense. And I think that's what Elton does when he writes with Bernie. You get a sense of the atmosphere where you're going. You're, you're going, you're going. A brilliant line in the song. It's no D-Day dad. It's time and a half. I can use and the phrasing ah uh, that's when you're a young man you just get that funk in the phrasing um 
I just love the harmonies as well. The harmonies, for some reason to me, feel English folky. And uh, back in those days where you just had the Jupiter 8 and a Lindrum machine in the 80s and you're experimenting, you can hear the rhythm, the rhythm that is uh, that I was uh, playing with at that time. And I think that was uh, indicative of uh, the era being so experimental. And the bridges, the bridges that appear to hold on, uh, they do lift my soul. I don't know. It's a demo that is hidden in the past. Nobody really knows about it. Uh, when I wrote it, it sort of vanished into the mists. But on my iPod, when I'm walking, I go, I dig that. Uh, that's a demo uh, with Bernie right back in the past of time called Union Jack. What's going on in that funny little head of yours? Electricity. Billy, I'm worried about you. I feel electricity. Electricity. That is Lewis Wayne, the great illustrator for all the cats we were talking about earlier on. I think he was connected to the 80s because that's what I felt when I plugged in my Jupiter 8. And around that time in the 80s, I wrote a song called Animal Instinct. How perfect for the Lewis Wayne animal show, cat show. Again, this is a Fostex 8-track quarter-inch demo. Very, very raw. And eventually recorded by the Commodores on their highly successful 80s album, Night Shift. Here's the original demo. Animal Instinct Electricity. Wow. 
Ah, the Lewis Wayne. Psychedelic. Electricity. Cats. Uh, that's Animal Instinct, a demo I wrote. And the Commodores recorded it on their uh, Night Shift album back in the 80s. What can I tell you about this demo? A lot of the sounds you're going to hear there uh, are the Casio 101 keyboard that I brought across from England. And it's on Ghostbusters. Yes, all that da 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 all those strange little bark noises. That's the Casio that was heard on the single Ghostbusters. Uh, you got to use what you've got. And I think my, Lewis Wayne would be quite happy if I told you that a cat that was in my house when I wrote Animal Instinct called Clive, named after Clive Calder from the uh, Jive Records, believe it or not, a cat called Clive. Unbelievable. Um, <laughs> every time I played the demo of Animal Instinct, he definitely went weird and psychedelic. The owl is a quiet hunter. It has specialized feathers on the front of its wings that reduce turbulence and allow it to fly in relative silence. If silence were loudness, they would be the loudest flying bird. That's that's a terrible metaphor. Now, years ago, we used to do a quiz and a, a fantastic fan of mine, uh, Joseph Kaczynski, used to uh, like the quiz and then they took him away in a straitjacket and we've never heard from him again. Um, <laughs> I wonder why. But I think it was great that Joseph actually prompted my brain to remember some things from the past that you might find interesting. Uh, not really a quiz, but I can tell you about a few things that uh, you can say, I don't give a damn about that, but maybe you do. So I thought quite interesting is the first two pro bands that I played in. What? what who were they? What was their names? I mean, come on, come on. It's very, very quiet out there. You're never going to get this. Never, ever. So, the first a pro band, a professional band. Now, I was mingling about, about in Southampton trying to join bands, but nothing was going on in Southampton. We're famous for the trogs. Uh, that's about it. Um, <laughs> and I wasn't in the trogs. Uh, so, at art college, I took my grant to uh, buy a bass guitar, an amplifier, and uh, borrow my dad's car. I think it was a Caprice, a yellow Caprice. And I drove all around the country doing auditions. And my great friend, who I mentioned earlier on, Will White, he joined me because he was an art student as well and he wanted to escape just like me. And the first band that accepted me was a band in Oxford, uh, a band called Cabasa. Uh, they were a soul band, an R&B band that even had a horn section. I remember going to Oxford um, and meeting the, the leader of the band, Mike King. I think he played uh, saxophone. I think he now writes books uh, about philosophers. Very intelligent lad. Anyway, this band, Cabasa, was a bit like the average white band. We had uh, two horn players. We had uh, the 70s vibe, you know, the, road, the Rhodes keyboard player. Terrific, a drummer called Dale. And we rehearsed uh, just off a main road <laughs> into Oxford in a squat, a building. And a squat, for all you American people, is a building that has been almost condemned. And we took it over. And that's where we rehearsed. And Dale, with his great big Doberman black dog, I remember that very well, um, was a drummer. And we used to go upstairs into this squat and uh, rehearse all the American songs from the 70s. And we were a pretty good band. We oh, there's a big surprise. Yeah, okay. That's an incredible. I think I'm going to have a heart attack okay. and die okay. from that surprise. Call the hospital. He's had a heart attack. <laughs> 
I don't know when that happened. Anyway, back to Cabasa, my band in Oxford. Um, we played all the American air bases um, around that area, and uh, it was really fantastic to play those American air bases because the Marines and the soldiers that were there really understood American 70s music. I remember uh, playing bass uh, live to some of these Marines, and they'd say, let me get up and play Brick House by the Commodores. And they'd take the bass off of me, and my God, they were good. But, um, but Cabasa had a real American R&B soul heritage. And that led to the next band, my next pro band, that came from Bristol called, originally, Toby. And it was at one of these American air bases that I was slapping my bass and trying to be Bootsy Collins that the leader, well, there was two leaders, really, uh, Brian Allen, the guitarist of this band, Toby, with a lead singer called Cresha, they uh, actually came up to me after the gig and said, do you want to leave the band? that you're in and join us. We're doing better than this cabasa. And uh, Toby had been, in fact, on TV, <laughs> which is a big thing in those days, and was signed to Rack Records. Mickey Most, very successful producer at that time. They won a contest or something. But anyway, they were much more advanced into the London uh, kind of atmosphere and um, were, have, have made a record. Now, if anybody's made a record for me at that time, a vinyl record, a seven inch record, plastic record i thought they are kings so that became my second pro band a band called toby eventually because we got very funky and very rocky as well at the same time and i'd, I'd been in america and i thought we need two guitars like rufus i thought rufus were the band with chaka khan we need to copy rufus something about that really hit me and i'd been very near it in uh uh, in America, down south, and the lads uh, in the band said, and Cresha, the lady in the band. Hi, I'm the guy no, who no, plays no, drums no. behind Martin Page no. from Qfil. No, I was going. Let me then. tell you, it sucks. I was doing the well. The hours are long and the pain is oh, lousy. Spoke the vibe. But anyway, you're uh. listening to Radio Alsnest oh with Martin Page. I was Good on, luck. I was on a run. I was on a run like a soccer player. I was on a run like Mike Shannon going down the wing. It's not Hi, funny. I'm the no, guy no, who plays in. drums no. behind Martin Page. I'll give in. I'll give in. I just give in. I give in. That's it. I give in. <laughs> I don't know again why that happened. Anyway, where were, where was I? Where was I? My second pro band. I think that's where we were, and uh, we changed our name to Bronx because I think it had a bit more edge. And uh, we did a lot of great, great gigs, even uh, supported uh, Asibisa, Asibisa, one of my favorite African bands, in Coventry University. So things were moving up. We even won some uh, radio shows on BBC. Um, and it was a very, very wonderful time with this band. I learned so much. The guitarist, Brian Allen, a great, great guitarist, and Cresha, the lead singer, and the great drummer, Mike Holmwood, who I really linked into. I remember drummers for my bands because that's it, the rhythm section it has to be the drummer and the bass player and um, to make a, a long story very short it was really wonderful to be in the bands Cabasa and Toby eventually Bronx and then move into this arena of just being I suppose a songwriter ah, but I'm forgetting uh, it happens when you get old I'm forgetting that I joined a band in London the big city called uh, CMB the Charlie Mullen band and that's a whole new story a notorious story 
story. Uh, if you go back to uh, a show I did with Brian Fairweather, my songwriter partner, in the past there, you'll hear about the Charlie Mullen notorious story. It's really quite interesting and very strange. But all of this leads to wanting to be a songwriter. Songs are everything. Even though you can be in all these bands, you realise that the song, the song, is the power, the gold, the treasure we have to have. And so that's what I uh, dedicated myself to. And after being in all these bands and uh, fighting through all those arenas, going through all the wars (laughs) and the politics of being in a band, I actually settled down and became a songwriter. One of the songs that I think is quite seminal to my career, I'm going to play to you now. A song, again, recorded on an eight-track, Fostex, quarter-inch machine, on Crescent Heights in Los Angeles. This whole show should be called Crescent Heights, Los Angeles. Check this out. This is the original demo of We Built This City, written with Bernie Taupin.
it was thank you for that lads i really appreciate that great it means a lot to me that you remember the 80s it does it does that you follow me around and scream in my in my ear that it is the 80s but it's not but you keep on telling me it's the 80s so it keeps me alive that was the original demo of we built the city written with bernie Taupin, the first version of that song and i think it points to um being in all the bands i was talking about because you learn your trade you learn your trade but you also learn that this song is the most important thing in the world how you've managed to conjure images of such delight such a dark time. I don't know. Just remember, however hard things get, however much you feel like you're struggling, the world is full of beauty, and it's up to you to capture it, Louis, and to share it with as many people as you can. The world of Lewis Wayne, the great illustrator of cats, a man who felt the soul of animals. So I asked my manager, uh, how many songs did I ever write about animals? And I was baffled. And she said, well, our time has come, cats don't dance, uh, animal instinct. And then we were baffled. What next? And she said, soul print. And yes, it was on an album of mine called A Temper of Peace. And it was about the grief I felt when I lost a cat of mine called Karma. And I felt I was close to Lewis Wayne. So here's um, a song called Soul Print. Fate will break the bond of love. A sea of sadness fills my blood. The kiss of grief, the wound still bleeds. In the echo of your name The gate is closed between us Yet a temper of peace remains Kindred child born free and wild In the silence of I feel your soul 
So it seems I've written three songs about animals. I'm sure I've written more, but I can't remember. That's a song called Soul Print from an album of mine called A Temper of Peace. And somehow, reading about the life of Lewis Wayne, I felt like, yes, I totally get this. So if you get a chance, go and look at that great artwork by Lewis Wayne. He really caught the nature and the love and the soul and the spirit of the animal world. And I must read this to you from the 1900s. H.G. Wells, yes, that great author of science fiction, said in a broadcast um, over the BBC, he said that Lewis Wayne invented a cat style, a cat society, a whole cat world. English cats that do not look and live like Lewis Wayne cats are ashamed of themselves. They do not look and live like Lewis Wayne cats are ashamed of themselves. And if you've ever had a cat, you know they are never ashamed of themselves. Looking up there at the clock, it looks like we've done an hour. And uh, thank you for joining me for the Lewis Wayne uh, Cat Show and also Crescent Heights Los Angeles Show. We uh, we did good, didn't we? We mixed everything in together. Thank you, uh, our heads, for um, indulging me. I had a great time. I hope you enjoyed some of these demos and some of the songs that I picked today and uh, didn't go to sleep. Uh, that's good, because owls usually do not off. So thank you for staying awake. My God, we're coming uh, to the end of another season. My goodness me, hard to uh, comprehend, actually. I wonder if any of you out there have listened to every single show I've done. That's a pretty good question. If you have, I think you're in a straitjacket with Joseph Kaczynski somewhere on the East Coast. Anyway, I love you all. See you soon. In the owl's nest. Bye-bye.